Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Up. And there we go. Bum, 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 bum. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Nothing to do to save his life, call his wife in. Nothing to say, but what a day. How's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning! Good morning! Good morning. Good morning. 4.02 on this glorious Tuesday morning. I can't tell, it just looks dark outside, but I'm sure it's glorious out there. What are you doing? Wake up! Get that cup of coffee. If you're on the if you're in the car, drink that cup of coffee. Stay awake. Let's go. You're in the street. While you start to smile, now you feel cool. All right. I do love that song. It gets me pumped. Good morning, Officer Sergeant Pepper. All right. We play that every day at 4 o'clock. Carlos will learn that eventually. I love it. I love it. You see, they went running back there trying to fix the problem. There's no problem. Just play the song, baby. I got you. That was that was oh that was barely two seconds, Carlos. That's a winning grade right there. That's a that's an easy C plus. No problem. No problem on my side. 877-337-6666. And no problem with the Giants either. Because I don't believe the headlines of the press conference. If you listen to it, he said a lot of things. And I'm referring to Joe Shane, the GM of the New York Giants, who spoke earlier on this bye week, addressed the media. As the Giants do have a bye week, everybody's off. But Joe Shane wanted to help out the media get it done on Monday. This What a guy. What a guy. What's the headline from this? We expect Daniel Jones to be the starting quarterback when healthy. And so a lot of people would run with that and jumped to the conclusion of Giants aren't drafting a quarterback. And while he didn't say he would draft a quarterback, he didn't say he wouldn't. And that's exactly what I expect. I still expect the Giants to draft a quarterback. Daniel Jones is going to be a part of this team. We've said this forever. This is not news. Daniel Jones' contract is you, you can't get out of it after year one. You can't. It's just too detrimental to the cap. There's no way you're not going to pay all that money of dead cap to, to get rid of Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is going to be on this roster next year whenever he comes back, which, by the way, we don't know when. You don't know how soon he'll be back, if he'll be ready for week one, if that's plausible. Who knows? Because he's injured again, amazingly enough. He's finished the last two of two of the last three years with season-ending injuries, including a neck injury a couple years ago that reared its ugly head again this season that caused him to miss games before the ACL tear. That has now sidelined him, and hopefully he can return to uh, the field come the start of the season next year. So he's going to be on the team, and it's plausible he's even the starter on this team. But if you looked at that press conference and you read into the idea that they love Daniel Jones and that he is going to be the guy and that they're going to finish out this contract and Daniel Jones for the foreseeable future is the quarterback of the New York Giants, I don't buy it. Yes, I think they like him. You don't give someone $40 million a year you don't like. And when referenced, why do they when asked why do they like him, he references, hey, did you see him play last year? 
that he won a playoff game for the New York Giants. He sure did. And I saw him play last year, and I saw him play fairly well. And I saw him really not throw a lot of touchdowns, and I saw him really not score a lot of points. And then I saw him really turn it on the last couple of games of the year, culminating in a virtuoso performance. I'll be the first to admit it. He was brilliant against the Vikings last year in the playoffs. Brilliant. He was probably the best player in the entire wildcard weekend. Him and Dak Prescott were the two best players that the NFL had to offer that weekend. But that doesn't change the fact that he's injured all the time and that where the Giants are, and I still expect them to be, whether they're in tank mode or not, I still expect him to be somewhere near the top of the draft in a very heavy quarterback class. And when asked if he would draft a quarterback, he did say, we will draft the best position, the best player available at any position. And I firmly believe, I believed it the minute Jones went down and they lost that Raider game. And knowing that what the quarterback class is in college this year, they are going to draft a quarterback. And they should draft a quarterback. And if they don't draft a quarterback, I'll be pissed. And what that means is nothing. I mean, you know, I'll be pissed in my own brooding in my own free time, which doesn't matter to the Giants. But I think they'll be wrong. Okay? It's my opinion. They need to draft a quarterback. Daniel Jones can no longer be looked at as the future of the New York Giants. He can be the starting quarterback next year. That's fine. I'm not sure how good the team can be. The schedule will be easier again because we'll be playing the third place at the bare minimum, possibly last place schedule, so it won't be as hard as it was this year. Maybe they'll win some more games. But ultimately, Daniel Jones should be playing for an opportunity to play somewhere else. And I firmly believe that's exactly what the Giants are going to do. He mentioned that they have to do something at the quarterback position, whether it's draft or sign a free agent, because Tyrod Taylor's contract is up. And... Daniel Jones might not be ready for week one. So is it possible that Tommy touchdowns, Tommy DeVito, could possibly be playing himself into a way to maybe start the year as a bridge gap until Daniel Jones is healthy and allow the whoever they draft to sit the entire season? That's possible too. But they are going to do something, and I think they're going to draft a quarterback, and they should. It's time to move on from Daniel Jones. How many times can you watch him injured? And plus, this is a perfect opportunity for two guys who he referenced in this press conference is still in the middle of a rebuild. They were brought here to change the Giants fundamentally. They came here with a roster that was bleak, that had a couple of top-level players at the very top, the Saquon Barkleys, the Daniel Jones, if you want to say so. They paid him, surely, like he is. But Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Dexter Lawrence, Andrew Thomas. Those are the guys who they paid. Those are the guys on the roster who had talent. And other than that, it was kind of a barren wasteland. And they were in cap hell. And you knew this was going to be a building process. And in year one, they had this remarkable season, won all those games, and figured out a way to play off, win a playoff game. And it changed maybe our perception of what the Giants would be and should be. But I'm not sure it changed Joe Shane's perception of what the Giants should be and will be. And I think this is all a building process. And two guys who are up for their, who currently have their jobs because they drafted and developed, respectively, Josh Allen out in Buffalo and turned that franchise around with that pick. I'm sorry. Whatever they think they see and believe in in Daniel Jones, 
whatever they've seen in the previous year or even in the off in the preseason, as he said in the comments uh, at the uh, press conference, which was laughable. He played one drive in the in the preseason. Anyway, whatever they think they've seen, you can't tell me Brian Dable doesn't want to sculpt his own quarterback that he believes in from the beginning. Look what he's done. I think the the idea of what he's done with Tommy DeVito only reinforces the idea of let this guy get a young quarterback that he can develop and build himself, that he believes in, that him and Joe Shane believe in moving forward. If he could take an undrafted uh, free agent uh, in Tommy DeVito and take him from unknown, unable to throw a pass against the Jets into throwing all these touchdown passes and beating Washington and beating uh, uh, New England, excuse me, and having this fan base believe in him and having Tommy DeVito being an actual story inside the NFL. Imagine what he could do with a Bo Nix or a Michael Penix or whomever he deems a quarterback worthy of drafting. Now, I will, I'll preface it by saying if they don't believe in any of these quarterbacks, you don't just take a quarterback for quarterback's sake, but I want them to have a new vision at the quarterback position because everything else takes the backseat. Any other question Joe Shane was asked in this press conference about the offensive line, about Saquon Barkley, about Evan Neal, about whatever else he was asked in this press conference, all of it, all of it, for a GM's purpose, takes a backseat to the question of, do I have a quarterback? And he might put a pretty little face on it and tell you, as of right now, the Giants do, they don't. They don't. They do not have a quarterback moving forward anymore. They need to add one. And whether it's through the draft or whatever, if it's it's probably going to have to be through the draft this year or next, at some point, and it, and it should be this year. And I still think that despite the idea they've won two games here, you look at the rest of their schedule, I just can't imagine DeVito and this Giant team winning a bunch of games. They still have to play the Eagles twice. You could argue that the Eagles might not win, need the last game of the year to, to secure the one seed in the bye, but even if they don't, the Giants don't beat the Eagles. The Eagles' backups are better than the Giants. So for me, they're still going to be well within position to draft a quarterback. Yes, the idea that I had, the, the vision, the beautiful, pretty little picture I had of losing all the games the rest of the year and picking one or two and getting one of these two top quarterbacks, specifically Drake May, is now gone. That picture is gone. That vision I had is no longer with us. And that's fine. I understand it. You guys want to celebrate that it's gone because they won a couple games? Congratulations, Giant fans. They're 4-8, and eight, and they beat the Patriots 10-7 on a missed field goal, on a missed 30-yard field goal that could have sent it to overtime, and who knows what happens. But congrats. They're 4-8. and eight. That dream is dead they're still going to be in position to draft a quarterback. And I don't care what Joe Shane said or what anybody thinks of Daniel Jones. You cannot, in good faith, neglect that position after all the losing that's been done in this franchise, the losing that happened this year with Daniel Jones. Like it's one, he mentioned the preseason. You know, you've seen him. You saw him last year. You saw him in the preseason. Yeah, in the preseason. I saw him this season. I saw him week one against the Cowboys when they lost 40 to nothing. I saw him have a season, you know, where he didn't score any points. And I saw him, most importantly, get hurt again. 
I refuse to believe Joe Shane, who's a smart guy, is willing to just latch his future at the quarterback position, the most important, the franchise-defining position, like no other position in all of sports. I refuse to believe that he is just gung-ho on a quarterback that's really done nothing but lose, never score 30 points, and now has ended two seasons of the last three with season-ending surgery. I cannot imagine Joe Shane just hitching his wagon to that and saying, he's our guy, we paid him, that's it. There's got to be a better plan for the future. There has to be. And that's why I think no matter what you heard, no matter what headlines you might scroll through and not bother reading the story or, you know, because you don't feel like paying 69 cents to pay for the, the, the New York Post or the Daily News, don't believe the headline. I do not believe that what you heard or what you didn't even hear indicates that Daniel Jones is the future of the New York Giants. 877-337-6666. Kevin in Somerset. What's up, Kev? Hey, how's it going, man? First time caller. Oh, thank you, buddy. Uh, so I've got two things. First, I'm not Number that one. big of a Jets fan, but I, but I watch them. Uh, and over the years, ever since the Buffalo Bowl, it's like the Jets have become the new Browns of the NFL. Really, I mean, whatever can happen will happen with the Jets. Yeah, there's a butt fumble. I mean, they see ghosts. Now they have. Oh, oh. Um, now they have uh, the hail, the fail Mary. It just never ends. Oh, absolutely, and it, I mean, it, it's kind of like uh, I kind of saw it happen with Rogers when he went down four plays into the season. I mean, it's just the luck of the Jets. Yeah, it, it is amazing. I mean, we all we all joked, and not even joked. People speculated the offensive line's not good enough. You got to be careful. He's thirty eight years old. It could he could be like that was a, a talking point for sure. I don't think anybody expected it four plays in. I mean, it's just and and not only that, but pretty much season ending. I guess we'll find out. Uh, it better be season ending at this point. I don't want to see him on the field. But go ahead. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's going to see the field. I mean, practice wise, yeah, but I don't think he's going to be able to take hits. I don't well, care we'll what say, kind of he's, he's hoping to re- he's hoping to return to practice sometime this week, and then he's hoping to. Uh, the reports are he's he's uh, um, picking uh, choosing the the Christmas Eve game against Washington as kind of his hopeful return. I I doubt that, but but the butt fumble is leading me into my second thing. Okay, number two. I I, want to know what your opinion is, because I'm a huge Giants fan. If we do draft a quarterback, I do not want to see Caleb Williams. And I'm sorry, but I don't want to see anybody from USC, because, I mean, aside from Carson Palmer over the last 30 years, who good has come from USC and has had an extended career with any type of success other than Carson Palmer. No, I mean, I understand that. I, I, I do. But, I mean, I don't know if you can, like, live your life just completely based on that. I mean... No, I know. But, I mean, it's also... I mean, that's the same. I mean, right I'm now... A, I'm an right, Irish fan, so... I, well, right now, Stroud is taking the lead by Storm, and, and the history of Ohio State quarterbacks are even worse, so... Oh, well, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you just you don't know. You know, I'm, I I can't live my life based on that. You're not wrong. It's 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 something that would scare me in on some level, but I can't if I believe he's the best, I can't go, well, listen, look at the helmet he was wearing this year. I I can't do that. Yeah, I I, I understand that, but yeah. I think I think honestly, I like Penix. I'm just afraid with his two ACLs. Um, but the other two I'm looking at, uh, one is Bo Nix because mm-hmm. he'll fit our scheme perfectly. Yeah. The other one is not we should get in the later rounds, 
And that would be Sam Hartman coming out of Notre Dame. I think Sam Hartman, he's, he's got the most co- touchdowns in college history. Or I'm, I'm sorry. He's top five in college and uh, touchdowns in college history right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just an incredible player. Um, also, I think if we wait another year on getting a quarterback, seeing as Daniel Jones will, even though I don't agree with him with two neck injuries, I don't think he should be playing anymore. That's just my personal opinion, medically wise. Um, but I also don't see enough from him except for one year he's had good. I, he's not our future. But if you if you take a look at Caden Salter from Liberty, uh, he's he's astounding. I mean, first first time since what 2011 in in Conference USA, uh, a team has went undefeated, uh, and he's also led Liberty University to their first undefeated season ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, mean, uh, yeah and, listen, I, I I can't tell you, uh, Kev, that I've watched a lot of Liberty games. I, I'll be honest with you, I just I haven't. Uh, I so I can't, I can't speak to that. What I can tell you is I want I want Joe I want Joe Shane. And Brian Dable to draft the quarterback they believe in, and I'm really I'm not looking for diamonds in the rough. Like I'm not. I heard Tiki Barber uh, saying that uh, today. You know that's kind of where he thinks the Giants are. Draft someone in the second or third round. Hope you find a diamond in the rough. Like this isn't Aladdin. I'm I'm not looking for the cave of wonders. I'm looking for a quarterback. Like, I'm not. I don't need a diamond in the rough. I need a I need a legit guy. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. Like I mean, we need a quarterback. Plain and simple, you need one. And if they were winning games and I felt like Daniel Jones wasn't the guy, but they were still winning games, then you take the chance. You, know, you do something, you draft one later, but you're winning like because you're not at the top of the draft. They're going to be at the top of the draft in a big-time draft, quarterback draft. Like that, That's the situation they're going to find themselves in. Could they, could they mess that up by drafting the wrong quarterback? Of course. But if they draft the right one, like, yeah, you can find them everywhere, sure. You want to take a chance on a guy late in the draft? I'll draft two quarterbacks. What the hell do I care? I'm, I'm open to that. Draft the top quarterback and then take one in the fourth, too. I don't, that's how important I've, I deem the position. As many holes as the Giants have and as many roster flaws as there are and as much as you want to improve the team through the draft, I, I will never be opposed to I mean, listen, it, it happened. What's the best example of it? Washington with RG3 and Cousins, right? They draft RG3 at the top. They take Cousins in the third round. The exact situation happens. RG3 can't stay healthy. Cousins comes in. He's been a franchise quarterback in the league for 15 years. I don't care. Draft the top guy and then draft the diamond in the rough in the third or fourth round. I don't care. I need to solve that position. That's how I feel about it. It's the one position you need to know about. And right now, with all the injuries and all the losing, I feel like I know about Daniel Jones. I just do. How, how, how long can you do this? How long can you play this game? Has the offensive line been perfect? No. Has he had a lot of weapons? No. Who's Nico Collins? I, I, you, you didn't know much about him before this year when Stroud made him, you know, having all these touchdown passes or Tank Dell. Getting drafted in the third round, I don't think anybody expected him to have a big monster year. Who are the who are the who are the great players in Texas in Houston right now? A franchise that had been fledgling since before Deshaun Watson scandal. I mean, their offensive line well, suddenly it's great. Suddenly they have great weapons, offensive weapons, and yet Stroud's able to step in as a rookie and transform the organization. That's what I want. That's what I want. And that's what they should do. The Giants should absolutely draft a quarterback. 
And if you want to take a chance on the Liberty quarterback in the fourth, fifth round, do that then. But get the get a legitimate top prospect you believe in first. Eric and Ronkonkoma, what's up, Eric? How you doing, C-Mac? Hope you had a good holiday weekend. Thank you very much, buddy. Hope well, you did as well. Yeah, well, not bad. Uh, look, you know, I find it kind of interesting. Um, I, I know you're saying you, you, you refuse to believe about uh, what they're saying with Daniel Jones, and yet... Um, well, I refuse to believe you know, that they think he's the future, which they didn't. You know, they okay, did. They did right, talk but, about being willing to draft a quarterback and everything. So it's not like they did say that, but it's just <laughs> right. I, I know the direction that they they probably will go. And it's I okay, it's, yeah, right. Yeah. But but you know, now speaking as a Jet fan, I, I think I can I can comment on this you know objectively because who would have figured that the Jets would be so dedicated to Zach Wilson as bad as he's been and. Yeah. He's been worse than Daniel Jones. Oh, by you know, far. I mean, you just so I can't, I can't honestly, you know, I mean, you know, whatever they, these people they say, traded I, I for think with a grain of salt. They traded you for know. Aaron Rodgers. They didn't have a better. Okay, they but, didn't have a better plan B. They didn't. They didn't dedicate no, well, themselves to. Right, but they, how could you say they, they dedicated themselves to 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 Zach Wilson? They they went out and traded for a thirty eight year old Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. Okay, but. Again, but they left themselves in a position Correct. where they had to use Zach Wilson. Correct. Okay, if if something went wrong, it's 100%. still he's still in the forefront of the yeah. But plan. that's that's not that's but that, I, but I'm just saying that's not the same as me saying like if if dedicating themselves to Daniel Jones and then drafting the quarterback, that's it. Now, if the quarterback gets hurt and Daniel Jones has to play, that's not the same thing as them dedicating themselves to Daniel Jones. If they draft the quarterback well, with their first overall pick, that's the end of Daniel Jones. But, right, but 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 again, but you're but who's to say that they actually are going to go ahead and do that? I don't you're, know. You're, you're, you're right. They do that. You're right. You're right. You know, you're, you know, and and I agree with you. Your hope is that they do that. Just like I, I mean, me me personally, I think this whole thing with the Jets has been a disaster. And quite honestly, oh, of course, I mean, I, I just wanted to be over with. But you know, that that's who's who's to say what that what's going to happen. But the but the fact of the matter is, I mean, prior to them getting Aaron Rodgers. You know the, the Jets' quarterback situation has been a disaster for sure. you know fifteen plus years. You know, so I uh, trust me, I understand the scenario. I mean, you know, you've dealt with Daniel Jones, but prior yeah, to that, your, yeah, your situation has football. been worse. Daniel you know, Jones has been better. Right. Daniel Jones has been better than the quarterbacks you've trotted out, no doubt. Exactly. No exactly. doubt. So that's what but I'm that, saying. But, I, yeah. I, I just don't. You know, I don't have much faith in 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 GM slash ownership yeah. when they make comments about you know the who they believe in because. You know, it's the same old story all the right. time. You know? No, I, I well. agree with that on some level, and that's why I call in the open. I don't know if I prefaced it as much at the 4 o'clock hour, but I talked about GM speak and coach speak and what is he supposed to say about Daniel Jones. What is he going to say? Hey, look, he's injured too much. Maybe he's got to come back next year because of his contract situation, but we're going to be looking high and low to get a better quarterback. This is a plant him. Like, he's not going to say that. He's not going to say that. He's going to say, we love Daniel Jones, that's why we paid him, and when he's back, he's our guy. That's what he's going to say. That's what he's going to say. But it's not It's not quite the same as the Jets being latched onto the to Zach Wilson. They went out and, and didn't have a plan B. Now, whether they didn't want a plan B, whether Aaron Rodgers didn't want a plan B, whatever the speculation may be, they did not have a better backup in case Rodgers went down. And then stuck with Zach Wilson, totally agree. And still will tell you, oh, he's got to have a great career, you know, all that stuff. But they did, they, you know, they didn't stick to Sam Darnold. They got rid of him and drafted a new quarterback. Like, they did the right thing 
they got the pick wrong. And really, as I tried to tell all Giant fans over the last couple of days and what Fleegman will tell you, they won a meaningless game against the Rams that cost them Trevor Lawrence. They won a meaningless game against the Rams that cost them Trevor Lawrence. So that's that's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of four years from now, the Giants having a failed quarterback that they drafted 11th and all the speculation coming out saying the, the and and having, you know, Drake may be an absolute superstar stud who is leading the, you know, Cardinals or the Brown uh, or the bears or whomever, possibly even the jets. If the season plays out this way, who knows, but that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of them picking down the line or just skipping on a quarterback altogether and taking that diamond in the rough. You could find in the, the the second or third or fourth round. And Drake May is out there killing it. That's what I'm afraid of. 877-337-6666. Frank, Peter, I see you guys. We're almost at rapid fire time. We'll get through the phone calls. Continue to take them on your Giants and Jets. We also talked about baseball earlier. The Yankees, would they be willing to sleep with the enemy if Bregman is available? Would it work for the Mets? If Bregman is available, you're talking about a stud third baseman who is proven to be a postseason performer. So that's somewhat interesting as we await something to happen. Sonny Graystein, big whoop. Can we do something already with this baseball season? Where's Yamamoto going? Can I hear something? Can someone come out and say someone's met with somebody and anything? I'm starving for baseball news as our two football teams stink it up. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Commissioner Bud Selig announced today that third baseman Alex Rodriguez of the New York Yankees has been suspended without pay for the remainder of the 2013 championship season and postseason and the entire 2014 championship season. You tell me why I should serve one inning. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh, that's right. Let's go. McMonagle here with you. 877-337-6666. So I mentioned earlier, since I just briefly touched on baseball, Pete Alonzo was at the uh, Ranger game last night. And obviously, all baseball talk has kind of come to a, a, a crawl here. We haven't heard much about the will they, won't they trade Pete Alonzo. I still don't think they will. Talking about believing general managers and presidents of baseball operations. I mean, he's made it clear he doesn't intend to trade him. A lot of speculation they still might, but he was in New York. Obviously, he hired a um, uh, Boris, changed his agents. He's looking for the payday, but he was at the Ranger game wearing a very cryptic shirt. He was wearing a, a jacket, but underneath the jacket is a shirt that said New York or nowhere. New York or nowhere. Well, that seals it. He's not going anywhere. Uh, as far as I know, nowhere doesn't have a team. And if they did, I doubt they'd have the uh, wherewithal to make a trade for Pete Alonso. So if those are the two options, I, I would imagine he's going to stay in New York. I'd feel good about it, Met fans, if I were you. I think that seals it. New York or nowhere. At the Garden to watch the Rangers have their worst loss of the year. They've been on fire. They've been very kind to me. 
but this was a, a tough one against Buffalo, five to one. And just from the jump, they didn't really look like they were out there playing too hard. But they've been so damn good that you you can excuse one bad one. I mean, they to come right, they they've just been beating everybody. They take it to Boston early in that game against the Bruins. Like they've been on fire. They've been on absolute fire. But they threw a dud at you last night. But hey, Pete Alonso is in the building. That's probably the problem. Too many Mets, that's what I say. Frank and Kings Point, what's up, Frank? Hey, Chris, what's up? Hey, what's up? Thank thank you. What's going on on this Tuesday morning? You know, all this giant talk about getting a quarterback, I totally agree agree with you. Um, you. Can't that be applied also to the Jets side? I mean, after next next year, I would would say I don't think the tanking implies. I wouldn't want to – like, to me, for the Jets – I still think winning games, because you have Aaron Rodgers, you're not necessarily looking for a franchise quarterback yet. Uh, I I think that I wouldn't lose on purpose. Now, having said that, it, not that the Giants lose on purpose, but yeah, my point, I wouldn't be disappointed as a Jet fan. I'd look for wins here if I'm a Jet fan. Giants fan, I understand the idea of, of well, rather having losses. I don't think the Jet fan is in the same position. And um, secondly, but if they do find themselves at the top, top of the draft, and and you know with a couple of picks gone is if if Drake May is there or someone like that is it pl- is it possible I, I think it's highly unlikely it's possible but here's the thing you've signed the deal with the devil and not to you know correlate Aaron Rodgers with the devil it's just a f- expression but <laughs> like I I I you 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 signed on for chasing a championship in this window and I think once you do that. And you continue to do that, and he's going to be back healthy next year. You you don't think about the future of the franchise anymore. Like you're thinking about these next two years, certainly this next year, maybe the next two years, and everything you can do to win a championship. That's why if you have to trade draft picks and draft assets to get Devonte Adams here, you do it. That's why if you're at the, if you're at the top of the draft and you can get a you know you can get Marvin Harrison Jr. and bring a stud wide receiver to help this team out. And have that dynamic trio of of Wilson, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and Adams to bring to Aaron Rodgers, or you get an offensive lineman, or you you got to do something to help Aaron Rodgers give you the best chance to win next year. I I don't think you can look. And thank you for the call, Frank. I'm gonna try and get through as many as I can. Uh, I I don't think you can look for the future when you make this deal with Rodgers. When you bring him on, it's about winning a championship. You cannot allow his era and his time here to end without significant winning. Significant winning. All right, Super Bowls are tough. I get it. But you need to be you need to play at the bare minimum. You'd like to win a Super Bowl and ultimately there'll be many who say and maybe they're right if they if it doesn't ultimately bring a Super Bowl it will be deemed as a failure and that's fair. But the Jets have to be a legitimately without question at this time next year looking to see if they can get the one seed, looking to see if they can you know, seal a division and then look to get to an AFC championship game. Like they have to be that kind of team. They have to be a team, you know, is going to the playoffs, you know, can be a threat in the playoffs. That's the kind of team they have to be over the next two years. And so I can't take a premium number one pick and invest it in the future, whether that's smart or not overall for my franchise. There'll be another opportunity to get a quarterback. They have a quarterback. And I think this is probably why part of the speculation of guys like Evan and some others might want 
him to come back because if he comes back and gets hurt, then it's easy. Then you draft the quarterback and you look ahead and you plan for the future. But I, I'm I'm seeing this thing to the bitter end, man. I know it hasn't. I know it didn't work out. You know the mercenaries. It didn't work out with Scherzer and the Mets and Verlander and the Mets. It didn't work out, obviously, in Brooklyn. But I'm seeing this thing to the bitter end, man. I am chasing this championship with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not allow, I'm not letting this Achilles injury to ruin that for me. I'm still chasing it over the next two years, hopefully. Certainly next year. So, no, I'm not drafting a quarterback from the Jets. I'm doing everything I can to help this team next year. Because that defense, this quarterback, and a couple more offensive weapons, I think can be that. I really do. Because I believe Aaron Rodgers when he says, I won two MVPs with this guy Hackett. And, I mean, obviously I believe it. It's a fact. We know it. It's a proven fact. But I'm just saying, like, I do think the offense can work. Hackett's not good enough to make it work with Zach Wilson. There are a few who can. And Hackett's been particularly awful. But I, I can't just give up on this thing, and I can't take a premium asset that I could use to help build this team next year where I did everything I could to win a championship in that year. And that's why I would have done everything to get a quarterback in this year to replace Zach Wilson midseason because I'm trying to chase championships over the next three years. That's it. Nothing else matters. Year four, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care if I'm the laughing stock of the NFL and, and you know, go go winless. I don't care. I'm chasing a championship in these this window with Aaron Rodgers. So at the draft, no, I'm drafting a wide receiver, drafting an offensive lineman. I'm drafting offense. I think the defense is good enough. If there's if there's a can't miss, you know, if the obvious pick is if if some you know, if there's just no way to get around in their position to drafting an unbelievable defensive player, I'd consider it. At some point, I do believe in the best player on the board, but ultimately, if I can, I am drafting an offensive player to help this offense. Offensive line, wide receiver, hell, even tight end. They have three tight ends. None of them are any good. Peter in Red Bank. What's up, Pete? Hey, what's up, Chris? I'm a big fan. I've been a big fan of yours since you were a producer with uh, Francesa. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. Hey, um, I got the Mets starting five here. Senga, Quintana, Peterson, McGill, and this Jose. Well, Peter, Peter, Peterson had surgery, so he's not going to be with you. So he's not with us. Yep. The Mets got more money than anybody in the world. That is well. Way, way more than that cheap WFAN, like Francesa said. Um, what do you think? Um. I, I I miss you on the WFAN cheapness thing, but um, they well, have, you remember when you were younger and you were the producer and he was yeah. all mad because you were having a baby or something. <laughs> I don't remember the story. Have you been googling well, me? Have you been googling no, me, Peter? Because fan. that story still pops up when when you Google me. Not that I Google oh, myself. I'm a big fan. I've been. Thank I you. actually went out to breakfast with Chris Russo in 1988 in Puerto Rico. He didn't know who I was. Right before he came on the show. Now, I'm a big fan. How about that? Well, thank you. Yes. Um, Well, sorry. It's kind of rapid fire time. We're up against the break. But, yes, I had my second son, Andrew. Something went wrong on the board. At that time, I was was running the board for both Mike and uh, CMB. Uh, So, for that short-lived time, I was doing both shows. And when I would run from one show to the other, and, you know, not everybody is as good or as classy as I am. Carlos will tell you it's not the easiest thing in the world to run the board necessarily. And whoever, I don't remember who was filling in for me, but whoever was filling in for me didn't make a clean transition. There was some issues getting from one show to the other. And right right in the middle, 
of the birth announcement. He kind of went off on a rant that I wasn't there and who knows how long I'll be gone and they can't bring in somebody competent to run the board. You know, it made the papers. Yeah, that was fun. Wife was real thrilled with that one. 877-337-6666. Guys are Googling me. Not that I know what pops up when you Google my name. We think I'm as think I'm such a narcissist. I Google myself. Are you crazy? Who would do that? What kind of weirdo would Google himself? But I'm telling you, when you Google me, there's there it is. There's that story. Still very popular. Um, but the Mets pitching, yeah, they have the most money. Go out and sign Yamamoto. That's the thing, right? There, there's no reason not to get Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Excuse me. I keep putting the A at the end of it. Yamamoto. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to go get him. They have the most money. He's a free agent. I'm sure he likes money. It might not be the final determining factor if if it's close. He might not take just you know an extra $5 million to be a Met, but if you blow him out of the water because you desperately need uh, another arm in this rotation, which you do, there's no reason why Steve Cohen can't go out and get that. It's free agency. Go out and get whoever you can. That's the whole point of this thing. That's why he's here. That's why I didn't believe the idea that the team would be less star-studded or however he put it during the trade deadline talks. Like, I firmly believe, go out and get Otani. Go on. I would not begrudge the Mets buying anyone. Go buy. That's your magic power. That's your superpower. Not many other, not many other owners in baseball would, would pay the rest of Scherzer's contract to get better prospects. That is, very few guys would do that. But that's what the Mets have. So, yes, go out and get Yamamoto. That's, that's the move. You know what the move is. Go out and get him. They passed on Sonny Gray. Uh, what was it, three three years for $75 million. He was the runner-up Cy Young. He really hasn't pitched more than 150 innings in any season over the last five or six, but you know how good he is when he pitches. Last year he was good, pitched pitch pretty much the whole year. That could have been a guy you could have added to your rotation for three years and $75 million, but you know what the prize is. Go get him. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And he takes the snap. Back to throw. Under pressure. Avoids the rush, and he's going to when New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Man, all the new drops are like from my 20s. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, there's no time for this. It's rapid fire time. Let's go. As many calls as we can get over the next 10 minutes until 5 o'clock in the warm-up show. Come on, you know you guys aren't going to be making phone calls again until probably 10 a.m., a couple a couple of phone calls over the morning show, but let's go. This is your opportunity to shine at 449. Hey, it rhymed. Jeff in Long Beach. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's going on, Chris? How we doing today? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. I got a bone to pick with you. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about this. Oh yeah. Talk about what? To move up the draft. Yeah. All right. I'm tired of that. Like these, like these guaranteed diamonds in the rough quarterback prospects are gonna just change it all. Like the Jets have been tanking for 15 years. That's really they haven't been. They haven't been taken. They haven't been Uh, taken. They just lose. They've been garbage for 15 years. Yes. All right. They haven't because they haven't had a quarterback. Because they haven't had a quarterback. You need the quarterback. That's my point. And how many times have they missed? I mean, look no, how they missed. I, I, I trust. I trust. Years. All I can do is trust Shane and Dable to not miss. What, what can I tell you? No, I don't. 
trust any of those guys. Every okay. GM in this league. All right, so what's the point? All right, so what's the point? All right, so great. I'm, I'm here to talk about. All right, here's so, my point. So they won. The they went to four and eight. What does that get you? I want fat guys. That's what I'm talking about. I want the men in the trenches, the real oh, Americans. Oh, 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 I don't That's know. what wins. Oh, you really? Oh, they don't. They don't the miss. Board, they don't miss at the top of the. How's Evan Neal? Hey, you know what though? Next two how's, teams. How's Eric Flowers? He will be okay. How's he Eric can. Flowers? Eric Flowers was trash. How is How is Will Hernandez? How is Will Hernandez? I love Trey Lance, Sam Darn, Mitch. Trubisky, yeah, I know, but so that. Yeah, but, but he, yeah, I know, but here's the thing. Right, but here's the thing. Here's the, the thing. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Here you go. I know. Listen, you miss and hit on both of them. Here's the point. Ready? Andrew Thomas. How good is Andrew Thomas? Andrew Thomas is great. Gi- Giants hit on he's Andrew great. Thomas, great, phenomenal. How much has he impacted the winning of the team? How much has he? How much he's has he impacted? How much has he impacted the offensive line? He's done. He, we were doing a lot better last year. But, were, were they? I don't know. He the offensive hurt. line. Where he was? Oh, he he was ran for Dallas. What happened when they got overrun? My point is, if you hit on the quarterback, it changes your franchise. Stroud is changing who the who the Steelers are uh, who the Steelers who the Houston Texans are. Burrow changed who the Bengals are. They hit with a running back in Saquon Barkley, great player, rookie of the year. When he's healthy, one of the most dynamic backs in the league <clears throat> has meant nothing to winning. They hit with Andrew Thomas has meant nothing to winning, nothing to the offensive line. When you hit with a quarterback, it changes. Are there misses? Of course there are misses. Is it a crapshoot? Absolutely, it's a crapshoot. But you want to tell me it's more important to go 4-8 and eight than it is to take a chance at that, have the best chance of that crapshoot with Dable and Shane, who I trust to make this decision? I have to trust them to make this decision. The reason they're hired is because they made the decision in Buffalo. Of course there are misses. No one's saying it's a guarantee. But I want the best opportunity to get it right. And if I'm right with the quarterback, it changes everything. I mean, when's the last time the Giants won? Eli Manning. Drafting offensive linemen don't help the offensive line. I just gave you a handful. And you're giving me a bunch of examples of other teams. I'm giving you giant examples. The Giants have tried to fix the offensive line. Going back a, a decade, they drafted Flowers. They drafted Pew. They drafted Andrew Thomas. They drafted Evan Neal. They drafted Will Hernandez. They drafted Pert. He's a third-round pick. He can't make the field on the worst offensive line in the sport. They draft. They go out in free agency and give uh, Nate Solder the biggest contract in left tackle history. Nate Solder. This is what the Giants have done. Not every other team in the league. The New York Giants have tried every which way to fix that offensive line and fail and fail and fail and fail. And even when they hit with Andrew Thomas, it still doesn't matter. I want to draft a player who, when we hit, it matters. It matters. If the Giants drafted C.J. Stroud, everything changes. If they had Burrow, everything changes. That's what I want. I want everything to change. Because you know what? They've been losing for way too long. 
And last year was just, an, I mean, you know, th- last year was a pop-up. And, and let's be honest, talk about bu- building a winning culture. It's about winning, Chris. You got to win in the NFL. It's about building a winning culture. The culture, the culture, the culture. All right, I'll give you the the idea that maybe if the season absolutely spiraled out of control and they didn't win another damn game, maybe, maybe, maybe the coach gets fired. I don't even think he does with DeVito playing quarterback. I don't think he gets fired. But maybe. I'll give you that one. I like the coach. I want to keep continuity. I don't want to fire the coach, and maybe a two-win season gets the coach fired. Well, I'll give you a little bit of that. But the winning culture is just nonsense because the last two times the Giants have had winning seasons, they followed it up with disgusting, ugly, as miserable as any of these losing seasons. After 2016, they thought they were going to win the Super Bowl in 17. They added Brandon Marshall to their wide receiving core. They 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 had the, that unbelievable defense from the year before where everybody went all pro. Snacks Harrison, uh, Janoris Jenkins. Uh, Olivier Vernon, Collins, all all pro, and they had this unbelievable defense with Odell Beckham Jr. It was going to be one last ride with Eli Manning to the Super Bowl, and the team fell flat on its face and was it was it was hideous. They gave up, and then they benched Eli Manning at the end of the year. It cost back to do the job. It was a it was a disgusting year, and now this year follows last year's winning. What does winning breed? What culture comes from winning? What a winning culture last year. Oh, well, they won a road playoff game. That's going to really help the team. 40 to nothing against the Cowboys. And 2-8. and eight. If there were signs of winning culture with this franchise, I'd be on board. There is no sign. Winning leads to losing. Because they don't have the quarterback. Dwight in Asbury Park. What's up, Dwight? Oh, yeah. Uh, yesterday, I... Ask you about um the Jets. Um, I, uh, I'm gonna ask about the Giants. My pick for the for the Giants for, for the quarterback it would be the guy made from Carolina. He's big. He's six four. For the Jets, your thoughts on him? Yeah, I, I like him a lot for the Giants. I don't think the Jets are a probably not going to be in a position to draft him. And two, I don't think you can draft a quarterback with Rodgers on your team right now. You've you've gone all in on trying to win a championship with Rodgers here over the next couple of years. I'm not I'm not looking towards the future. I'm doing everything I can, every asset I have, every all my draft capital, everything goes to trying to win this season. I can't draft a quarterback for the future. I can't draft his replacement with my top pick. I have to draft someone who helps him. I have to. I have to. I have to draft an offensive lineman who helps protect him. I have to draft a wide receiver who helps him get the ball out. I have to draft a, a tight end who can do that. I have to, not, not the top pick. You probably won't draft the tight end. But you know what I'm saying. Like, I have to help Aaron Rodgers. You can do that defensively, but the defense is so good, it would have to be a special player that I just can't pass at that part of the draft where it's like he's clearly the best guy available. Other than that, I'm helping him with offensive weapons. Joshua. Um, Hi, Josh. You there? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. I my mom, man. She just you, woke you, up. You scared me there for up. a second. What's yeah, up? I love your show, man. Oh, First thank time you. I'm calling. Dude. 49ers and uh, Philly, what do you think this weekend, man? I'm trying to... I know. You know what? Uh, Thanks, Josh. My initial thought was the 49ers um, because I think... I'm a big 49er guy. You know that, right? I'm a big 49er. Joe Montana, everybody. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, there's plenty of reasons to be a 49ers fan. Uh, I haven't checked since the other day. Are they still... It was minus one and a half. If they're still favored in this game, it surprises me at home that there is as good as I do think the roster is better uh, overall. 
But Philadelphia knows how to win these games. They're 4-0 and in games they trail by 10 points this year. I mean, so they haven't put up great performances. They haven't. Now it's minus 2.5. San Francisco is minus 2. And a, I want the 49ers because I hate the Eagles. I mean, for a Giant fan who still has faith that the Giants could make a run here, you want the Eagles so that they lock up and secure a number one overall seed. The Eagles are getting two and a half points at home. This is a 10-1 Eagle team that was in the Super Bowl last year. That doesn't lose. That's how good the Niners are. That's, that's, that's going to be a fun game. That's going to be a fun game. I think overall, I do think the Niners have played better overall despite a couple of hiccups in the middle of the season, but Hurts pulls it out, man. And this Eagle team don't lose. That's a tough one, getting two and a half points at home. All right, that's it for me. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Fliegelman, Carlos, thank you very much. Everybody, thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll catch you tomorrow, 2 a.m., right here on The Fan. I'll be back. I'll see you then. Sports Radio 101.9 FM.